0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Beef State. It has been a little bit of time since we last talked. I went on vacation. I had my car broken into. We've been a little busy. Stuff's been going on. No, I have not been running from the Michigan fans because someone who will go uh, remain nameless said Nebraska was going to win that game. Uh, it could have <laughs> been anyone. I'm like, no, I'm not running. I had a bunch of shit happen. Uh, a lot of good shit. It's been fun. Uh, Nebraska was 2-2 two and two the last time we talked. We are now 3-3. Three and three. People seem to think that we are one in five, uh, if you ask a lot of Nebraska fans. But it is Wednesday, October 11th. This is Beef State. I am Joe Wheel. This is my friend Scott Wyman. Guys, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We appreciate the hell out of it. We're going to dive into Michigan. We're going to dive into Illinois. Uh, Obviously, some unfortunate updates with Marcus Washington. We're going to talk about season expectations. We have a packed show. That's what happens when you're not around for a little while. Scott, how has your layoff been from the show? You've been uh, fiending to get back?
1: Yeah, I've been missing it. I've been missing it. It's been definitely eventful. A lot's happened since then. I was not a part of that live stream that morning, so I had no idea what you were predicting. It does seem, you know, we kind of would do the same thing with the Colorado fans, right?
2: Yeah. So,
1: you know, well, hey, this is a Nebraska podcast. This is beef. This is beef state.
0: Yeah, I will say fans have been, they've talked shit, but they're very respectful. It's its a lot of fun.
1: I, I, I like it. I appreciate it. And I hope yeah. that Nebraska fans would do the same. Um, you know, when we're up, we're definitely going to be talking shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so
0: just for the record, yes, I did predict Michigan to lose to Nebraska by three. In my defense, we are talking about this uh, post-Michigan-Nebraska and post-Michigan-Minnesota. These past two weeks, Michigan has looked a lot better than they did through the first four weeks in my defense. Oh yeah. I think that's fair to
1: say. I I don't think I said, like PJ Flex said, that's the best football team he's ever coached against.
0: Yeah. He did say that. And I mean, that's, I I mean, Nebraska Nebraska got their ass whooped by Michigan. There's just, there's no, there's no way around it. There's, there's honestly just not much to talk about. And I did, I did make a post uh, game reaction video. I might've been a bit intoxicated when I did. Uh, I don't know where I put it, so that's gone. That would have been a nice piece of content to upload right after the game. Probably would have done pretty well. Burn the, um, Burn the tape. Yeah, we burned the tape. We're moving on. Um, but yeah, Michigan's really good. Okay, Michigan, Georgia, both those teams did not look like the number one, number two teams uh, through the first four weeks. Still looked pretty good, but didn't look as good as they have the past two weeks. You got to give a ton of credit to Michigan. That was an ass-kicking. Um, still think I'm right about J.J. McCarthy, but that's all right. We can move on. Scott, do yep. you have do you have uh, any so a more in depth I guess discussion on Michigan? I don't know if there's much to say. They got moved off the ball on both sides of the line. Uh, a couple things went bad to start the game. Roman Wilson made a great catch in the end zone, and then ball gets popped up. Sec- Nebraska's second offensive snap. That ball getting popped up's one thing. The fact that it bounced right to a defender is another thing. That's just kind of a bad. Bad bounce. Nebraska never responded after going down 14 nothing. That's not a team you want to go down 14 nothing 2 It was really just downhill from there.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that is... I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say that that is the worst loss that you're going to get in the Met Rule era.
2: Okay. I can see that.
0: I can it's totally the see type that. type of
1: thing with the team they're trying to build that you're going to be able to avoid in the future. Um... You know, one year less than a year actually so far, half an offseason with uh, no, you got a full offseason. But with with Coach Rule with his strength staff and everything, Rome wasn't building a day. Offensive defensive lines take a long time. Takes three, four, five years. As we saw with Harbaugh, yeah, we, teams weren't even great until year six. Yeah, year it seven. took
0: Michigan a long time to get good. They, they were a
1: long, long time.
0: I mean, think back three Um, or so years, people, a lot of people wanted Harbaugh gone. They didn't think he was ever going to be able to do anything at Michigan.
1: Yeah. Even Harbaugh, Harbaugh was taking interviews with other teams throughout this whole process. I
2: think I could talk about Harbaugh all
0: day. He has, seriously, if I forget the exact number, I don't have it on me, Uh, that's on me. He has like a top 10 winning percentage all time in the NFL as a head coach. Seriously. Like he has literally like a top ten win rate ever. Everywhere he goes, he does really well. And whatever organization he's working for, it's just like can't get rid of him fast enough. It's I'm absolutely fascinated. Well, by yeah, because he's
1: a wiener, and nobody likes him personally. He seems like he would suck to be around.
0: He likes milk. I don't think
1: that's that controversial. I don't think most <laughs> American fans would think that that's controversial. The guy is annoying and weird, and seems like an ass. <laughs> That. I don't think, you know, I don't think I'm, so is Nick Saban, maybe to a slightly lesser degree than Harbaugh, or maybe a less cringy degree than Harbaugh, but I don't think people, I don't think he, he is like, very well liked anywhere he goes, but he wins, he's a great coach.
2: He's a
0: great coach. In spite
1: of all that, or because of all that.
0: I like the milkman. I I really respect how much he likes milk. I
1: do respect that, right. This is Beef State. Milk is... You know, a, 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 a Michigan fans being big Harbaugh being big on milk. That's that's like a brother to the beef type
0: of type. Yeah, of it's thing. From, it's from the beef. Two milk. parts
1: of the same animal.
0: I guess I assuming he's drinking cow milk. Although he could be drinking another milk that we don't know. That's on the table with Harbaugh. Yeah, honest.
1: well, no chicken. He's not a chicken guy. What? You heard that quote? He no. doesn't eat chicken. He doesn't even like his players to eat chicken.
0: Oh, I respect He's that. He's
1: a strong believer in you are what you eat. And he says, this is a direct quote, chicken is a scared bird. That's what he says.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Chicken is a scared bird. You don't eat chicken, then you'll you'll, you'll be more courageous if you eat beef instead of chicken.
0: Everything I learned about Harbaugh, I like him more. That's the greatest thing I have ever heard. That is fantastic. Okay, let's move on. There's, there's nothing really of substance to talk about that game. Uh, so what do they do? Sunday after that game, they... Yeah. Full pads. Full pads. Oh my god! Matt Rule was a little pissed off. I think.
1: Yeah, honestly, I think he was probably. You know, it was gut check time. I think he could sense that they, the team, might have been teetering. That was the type of game you were. You felt like, oh god, that we're in way over our heads from the first snap. So it's like, yeah, all right, you got to get better. You got to get better everywhere. We got to get better on the line of scrimmage. We got to get better tackling, and you don't do that without pads on. So. Throw the pads on, boys.
0: Yeah, apparently he was mentioning it a lot uh, on the sideline of that Illinois game. What? Sunday. What was he saying? Oh, he was just mentioning mentioning... Sunday. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, yeah, totally. Um, It's the type of move where you got to play that card at the right time. Right?
0: Yeah, you can only do that once.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't like a Mike McCarthy watermelon situation.
0: That was awesome. Mike McCarthy could smash watermelons, whatever.
1: Watermelon can play every week. Pads on Sunday is something you can only do once, and you better win the next game, too.
0: Yeah. And they did. If we
1: lost Illinois, we're feeling a lot different about pads on Sunday. Yeah. And the players are too. The players are feeling a lot different about pads on Sunday. <laughs> that would suck.
0: So Nebraska you
2: got
1: pushed around by you know some of the biggest athletes on earth just hit you for 75 plays that game you know the michigan offensive and defensive lines and he got to throw the pads back on the very next day oh, literally it seems like a nightmare
0: yeah so nebraska goes into champaign to take on the fighting illini coming off a huge loss to michigan pretty uh i fairly embarrassing it is the number two team in the country so it's not the end of the world uh as scott said what he believes will be the worst loss in matt rule era which is, I mean, it's pretty possible. As a forty-five to seven, that's uh, that's a pretty bad game. Obviously, Joshua Fleeks saved us from a shutout. Which you know, hey, yeah, you shout out to Joshua good. Fleeks. He looked good. Uh, <clears throat>
1: so when the unfortunate part, the unfortunate part about playing running back is you have to get good at all the skills that aren't running the football first before you can play.
0: Yeah, a lot goes into a running back position. That's for sure. Uh, this team, I think, would benefit highly with the injuries if we could you know now you're entering the big 10 part of the schedule some mm-hmm. not so great teams that have had a lot of off the field issues affect them are coming up on the schedule you know if this team could just you know kind of grind out a win go up early on someone i think they'd benefit a lot just getting guys reps uh, especially at that running back position but nebraska beats champagne beats illinois in Champaign 20 to 7 i don't know if i've seen people more upset over a road conference win uh, in my mm-hmm. life to go in. I mean, Nebraska just does not have the right to be upset literally about any win, let alone a right. road conference win against a team that's won the last three years that plays tough. Uh, right. To move to three and three, It, I mean, Scott Frost was the coach here for four full years. He only got to, I mean, he got five wins once. Five wins was his best season. And yeah. we're sitting at three and three. With very winnable games coming up, one of the easiest schedules we're ever going to have, and people are pissed. And I understand. Right. Well, here's
1: the other thing. Here's what it, it feels like. All the mistakes we made in that game. So here, here's I'll I'll spin it. You know, this is a game. You were only five of fifteen on third downs. You had what four turnovers, three fumbles, two loss. a pick, uh, ten penalties. <laughs> And you still won a road Big Ten game by two scores. This was probably a four-score win if you just had normal circumstances. Um, But all the things that we're doing that we messed up in this game are things that are fixable.
0: Yes, very fixable. And it's
1: like people are are mad like it's year three or four when it's like, no, this is year one. So, like, we've got time to fix those easy-to-fix things. And you can see the blueprint of having really good run defense, being able to run the football and how to win big, like how to actually win big 10 games and sustain drives and put teams away, which we did not see throughout other other 10 years. You know, when coaches maybe had the other stuff down a little bit better than this staff did, but didn't have the, you know, it, it was a foundation built upon sand, not upon stone, that type of deal.
0: Yeah. I can. I can't get over the fact that it seems like people expect more from Matt Rule year one than they did from Scott Frost year four or five. I don't remember people being Before, even this mad about term, losing to Northwestern. Zero? Sorry? Do you
1: remember the term year zero? No. People threw that around for Scott Frost a lot. People would say, year zero. oh, that was year zero, this is year one. Oh, this uh, is year zero again because it's COVID. So that means this is year one. Yeah, we gave him so many passes, and I know why we did it, right? Because he's the yeah. boy. He's our boy. He's our guy. Part of I, I'm not blaming anyone for doing it. But yeah, people are way harsher to Matt Rule than they were to Scott Frost.
0: I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. People need to be harsher on the coach of Nebraska than they were on Scott Frost because no one was mm-hmm. harsh on him ever. Um which is just one of those things that totally right. yeah, that's I, I, I can't get over that. I can't understand the media people who had all these things, these kind of insane stories about Scott Frost. And I'm not necessarily talking about off the field stuff, but just like, Oh, he might not have known, you know, who was with the who, the kicker's name. Like we just hear all this stuff about roster management. And it's like, how did, how are you in media knew about this for years? And are? I mean, I get it. If you say it, you might get your yeah, pass revoked, yeah. yeah. But it's just, uh, it's frustrating to say the least.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: and it also felt like fan sentiment is what car- was what was carrying Scott Frost through year four and five. Why he got those years?
2: Oh, any oh, regular 100%. coach would
1: have been fired after year three. Probably after year two.
2: Yeah, year two was not.
1: Uh, year two. Year two was. 2019 and 2020 or 2021 were the two best teams and they had horrific roster mismanagement Mm -hmm. that you know was stuff that people were saying before the season that came true after the season um and i think you know maybe we should move on from scott frost but i think it's it's integral uh to the program that we keep reminding people like this is why we have matt rule this is why matt rule is good for us yeah and a lot of the stuff that Matt rule does, it's almost as though he's not trying to win as many games as possible his first year. Yeah. And that's like the medicine.
0: Yeah. But it's also, I also feel he's struck like a great balance. Like he is, he knows what he's doing. He seems relaxed. It doesn't seem like pressure is getting to him at all. And there's, you know, honestly, I don't think there's much pressure. I, I know we see on social media, you know, a decent amount of people complaining and oh well, you know, they should have less penalties and they should do this and they should do that. Well, that's that stuff takes time. And even, even when we're the best, we're going to be under Matt rule, whatever that looks like, we're still going to have penalties. We're still going to have problems. We're still going to have turnovers. I mean, there'll be less, but I mean, Kansas city played Minnesota this weekend. Uh, you know, everyone would agree. Andy Reid's a top 10, top five head coach all time. Kansas city had mm-hmm. 10 penalties in that game. 10 like accepted penalties. Yep. Like, you're not going to get fully away from penalties. Matt Rule did mention he thought that Illinois was trying to draw offsides uh, intentionally with disconcerting signals, which we have, Nebraska's been flagged for a few times. Yeah.
1: It for sure happens. It was something Scott Frost complained about a lot. I'd never seen a team get penalized before this last Friday against Illinois. And then on Saturday, I actually saw it in a few different games as well. So it seems like that was something that, we Maybe the official's for got a memo. We got to start calling this because mm-hmm. uh, it definitely does happen. Uh, he's not crazy. And I've never, ever seen it called before, and I've watched a ton of football.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I had never seen it on anyone besides Nebraska until, God, like when?
1: What's even the what's the, What's the hand signal for it?
0: I don't know. I don't know if there is. I mean, there's a whole bunch that there's not because there's technically – you know, there's outside penalties and penalties you've never heard of. Allows, and, yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of stuff that can be called. Um, but overall, obviously, Nebraska could have won that game by 40 points, 35, something like that. I, yeah. I just don't think it's the end of the world that they didn't. You have, you're right. on to your third and fourth string running back. They both fumble. Uh, you know, Anthony Grant. Lose that's, Marcus
1: Washington early.
0: Lose Marcus Washington early. We'll talk about that later. Uh, some more, but. You know, Thomas Fidoni has three more catches. Obviously, there's concerns about the wide receiver room going forward. We'll talk about that more later. But, you know, I thought Emmett Johnson played decent besides the fumble. I just, I really thought everyone played pretty well. And when Illinois came out, marched down the field, Nebraska has a goal line stand twice. I mean, from then on, Nebraska really dominated that game. They only, mm-hmm. the shooting themselves in the foot was, you know, only. I, don't know. I was never really concerned that Nebraska was going to win you know, or was not going to win. You know, you, you get a little tight a couple times with some of those turnovers like, oh, here we go again. But it, it wasn't here we go again. It might have felt like yeah. that at points, but that's not what ended up happening. Nebraska won that game and they won it by a considerable margin. Now our two touchdowns were scored within 10 seconds of each other uh, off of Illinois turnover. But, you know, Illinois did not play well. That's usually kind of what we look like. Right. In the years right. past, we've done that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, well, hey, this is the the second straight Big Ten West opponent that has completely given up running the football halfway through the third quarter.
0: Yeah, 21 total mm-hmm. rushing yards.
1: You're doing that with a six-man box. Uh, I it's I love our defense. I really do. Yeah. I love our defense. I hope Tony White stays. I hope he's awesome. Uh, he's definitely going to become a head coach uh, in the next few years. Uh, so let's enjoy him while we have him. The one thing I am slightly afraid about is none of these guys, none of the assistants that we have, are 3-3 three, three guys. Mm. So, How do you know that? Uh, they all came from different stuff. The 3-3 three, three is a very short lineage. It's a very thin coaching tree. Tony White's only one of a few people that know that system, and he had to teach it. They've talked about this. He had to teach it to all of the coaches, all the position coaches. So they brought all these guys in from the Panthers. mm
0: mm-hmm. Panthers had a great ran, defense while Rule was there. Yeah, yay! The Panthers, Panthers
1: ran a three-high safety look, so a lot of the back half of the defense looked the same. But the um, what the what the front is doing is a little bit different. Hey, the Panthers, Panthers
0: looking good since getting rid of Matt Rule, huh? That's a good team, great team.
1: <laughs> I I did I I'll have to go back. I was chastising. Pa- I, I was maybe a little unfair to Panthers fans because I was like, man, Panthers fans are being so weird about Matt Rule. And then I went and checked the the reply tweets to a Panthers game score, and it's all Nebraska fans. (laughs) All of them for the whole year have been Nebraska fans.
0: How tough is that for Carolina? Getting clowned by Nebraska. Nebraska's notoriously not been good for a while to come in to your NFL team.
1: Yeah,
0: we're doing free PR for Carolina.
1: Is the Nebraska fan base bigger than the Carolina Panthers fan base? Yeah. You think
0: so? Yeah. You kidding me?
1: I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean right. Yeah. The Panthers, it's not like the Panthers only like 25 years old. So, like, people in Carolina probably just grew up Falcons fans.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't, I can't speak to it, I guess, but I don't, I've never seen Carolina packed to the gills. I mean, their best selling jerseys got to be, I mean, fairly. I guess still. Cam Newton still, which isn't bad or anything, but I mean, he hasn't played meaningful football for them in six years or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is fine. But
2: okay. Um unf yeah, sorry, one second. Unfortunately. Sorry, I was just totally blanking
0: out. Uh unfortunately, a major injury, another injury on the offensive side of the ball. Marcus Washington tears his ACL uh in the victory against Illinois, tears it early. He has one of his you know, best plays of the year. The player two before that catches a ball, a uh, bomb from the end zone, makes a great play on the ball. Uh, not a perfect throw, so he had to come back and get it. Makes a great play. Marcus Washington out for the season. I believe a sixth year senior probably has no more eligibility left. I think he can technically apply for a medical waiver. Or whatever. I, it's Typically, gotten...
1: those are applied if you. Um haven't played more than a third of the season. So that's a four game similar to the redshirt rule. So this, I don't know. You can always apply. You can always try. Right. Uh, That might be it.
0: Yeah. It's obviously a terrible situation. You feel bad for Marcus transferred here from Texas was great last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's made some plays for us this year. I think he's, I still think he had a huge role going forward. Um, You know, you hate to see it on the personal level. You hate to see it on the football level. Uh, and just to just to go over the injuries that have happened on the offensive side of the football, Gabe and Ramir Johnson, both out for the season at the running back position, yep. uh, wide receiver out for the season. IGC Marcus Washington. That doesn't even include Xavier Betts, who left the team uh, yep. a few months ago. I mean, you started the season with Thomas Fedoni still ramping up from his couple injuries. Uh, you had Eric Gilbert uh, not get please, his. You,
1: Josh Flakes moved down to the running back room.
0: Yeah, Eric Gilbert uh, didn't get his waiver to play, and then obviously he's had his situation. Obviously, Jeff Sims got hurt. It's been, I mean, there have been injuries on the defensive side of the ball. The injuries on the offensive side of the ball have just been just ridiculous. Matt Rule said he's never been a part of anything like this. Kind of, you know, injuries happen in football. You know, Nebraska's really getting hit by the storm right here, Scott.
1: A lot of season-ending stuff, too. A lot of yeah. stuff where it's like, yeah, they're done.
0: There's, um, there's been like very few because we're in our bye week now. There's no There's, there's no not,
1: injuries to recover from. There's nobody coming back after yeah. the bye week. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, great that the bye week happened now because you gotta get a lot of players up to speed. Mm-hmm. So great that we can have three, four extra practices in there. Um yeah, I mean Jaden Doss, Jalen Lloyd, Malachi Coleman. Step <laughs> I mean You're forced to play him now. You got to play him. Right. I mean, what's outside of Billy Kemp?
0: So you have Billy Kemp, who we expected to be a big part of the receiving room coming into the season, maybe expected to be the biggest part. Alex Bullock has been a nice surprise. Uh, He got placed on scholarship. Obviously, Malachi Coleman, Jalen Lloyd, Doss. uh, I mean, Ty Hahn made a big catch against Illinois. But, you know, these young...
1: I mean, Man, this is thin. Like, yeah, that's... What's the starting... Do you want to do the freshman start now, or is it?
0: Uh, you're probably going to have to have a freshman start. So the last depth chart against Illinois was Alex Bullock, Malachi Coleman, Jaylen Lloyd, and then it was Marcus Washington, Ty Hahn. and then you've got um, Billy Kemp at slot. Yeah,
1: Billy Campbell slot. Who's the backup slot? Uh,
0: there's not one listed on this Illinois depth chart. Got it. But you're going to have to have you know two tight end sets probably. Uh, you know they're gonna work. Good. I mean, those
1: are two of your best eleven players, but you only have two of them that you're they, super comfortable playing. Right. They're both tanks, which is good.
0: Mm-hmm. But I mean, they love they love using. I still think Matt Rule is probably. I don't. I have to look at the snap count, but I still think he's probably holding back Fedonia a little bit. I don't think he's. I think he's still worried about his knee until he plays a significant amount, being fully healthy, because we didn't see him early on in the year. Uh, we knew he was holding him back in training camp. We knew he wasn't a fan of that. Uh, but, you know, fullbacks, everyone on this, every offensive weapon position is going to have to step up. You know, Janier and Bonner, yep. Lieben Tritt, just, I mean, I think we've listed every offensive, you know.
1: <laughs> we did get a little more fullback action this game.
0: Yeah, well, you're going to have to.
1: You're going to have to. You just don't have options. You really don't. It's they are they are scraping. I still hey I still have a half semester left of eligibility or a full semester left of eligibility.
2: Doesn't
0: don't you only have like two years after you graduate to use it or something?
1: Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, something Never like mind. that. I'm Sorry, cooked. Scott. I'm <laughs> cooked.
0: That it's might be too. it.
1: No, I would have been I'm toast anyway. My knee's gone.
0: Yeah. That knee's yeah. Your body's betrayed <laughs> you a few times. Foot? Um, knee.
1: No, we can cut that out. Obviously, that was just a joke. I'm not trying to say that.
0: No, we know you're not gonna it. Um,
1: that. but the um, uh, we did have I I did have a buddy who was able to walk on and be a kicker halfway through the season a couple years back. That was pretty sweet.
0: Um, legend. Yeah, shout out
1: Harrison. He's the legend. Artist kicked 17 yard field goal you've ever seen in your life. Damn right,
0: brother. Um, I broke the nets at the Maryland game.
1: He, I mean, you're getting into like it's been like. I think you've had good depth. I think we went into the season thinking we had good depth without a lot of star talent, right? Without a lot of got like the difference in the levels from the backups hasn't been that insane.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: now you're getting to the point where you have do not have a lot of depth and the difference between the backups might be pretty drastic.
0: So I, I wanted to look at goes this goes
1: down and you've got Emmett Johnson. Is Emmett Johnson ready to take on 20 carries in a Big 10 game?
0: I think I. What do you think about that? Because I, I hear kind of that narrative that he's young, which he is young, but he's. I mean, it's college; everyone's young.
1: I mean, is Anthony Grant ready to take on twenty carries in a Big Ten game? Not week by week, not definitely not
0: from the fumble perspective. I mean, to be fair, he has only had two fumbles in the season. They've been you know, one was at you know a very vital time. One not so much, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, a running back can't fumble the ball um, in general. At least. Minnesota. I'm trying to remember. I think at least the defender made a great play on the ball. I'm remembering that correctly, which doesn't excuse it. It was,
1: uh, Uh, yeah, it was from behind. Yeah, Uh, he he didn't have it tucked. Right. I was able to scoop it out from underneath.
0: So I was looking. uh, Tommy Hill is currently listed as the second uh, cornerback on the depth chart. He's probably going to have to play a a lot more receiver. I would imagine they're going to move him almost primarily to receiver. I don't know. I mean, I know that defense likes to rotate guys. But I would imagine he becomes. Uh, we really
1: don't. Not in the secondary. The oh. secondary. See, so yeah, we rotate a lot in the front six, but the secondary pretty much stays the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Tommy Hill. The other thing is, he's basically like running hundred meter dashes anytime he's on offense. All he does is run go routes. <laughs> I'm serious.
0: Well, that's that's really he's what. Best we...
1: the team. He's probably the only guy we have that can stretch the field like that. Um, we can't really get him the ball very well. Yeah, he can, every, every time it's like, get out there, put your track spikes on, get in the blocks.
0: Because at receiver, really, because we have some, you know, Marcus Washington, uh, <coughs> Thomas Fedoni, we have some guys who can, you know, be your underneath guys. I don't think that's where we're concerned. You know, you can have yeah,
1: some screen games. Yeah, you just with a lot less worry and they're able to jump a lot more stuff i mean heinrich kind of got a lot pretty lucky the past few games with a lot of these balls have been dropped
0: yeah there's been a few of those especially if that
1: you, that's the thing if you chuck balls at 100 pounds an hour it's really hard for the defense to catch them too it's
2: true that's smart <laughs> that's, um,
0: that's good that's ball serious. that's nothing but good ball right there brother
1: okay so yeah well here here let's do rank Rank the pass catchers for Nebraska real quick. I think it's Kemp one, Fedoni two.
0: I might put Fedoni one.
1: Yeah, I might too. He might have the best separation of anybody. He's open more often than anybody.
0: And I really, I really like both those guys. I mean, I like. He's your, biggest, he's your biggest matchup problem.
1: I think Kemp putting. I think putting Kemp on the edge really neutralizes a lot of what he does well. He's not like a burner. He's like a four or five guy.
0: I mean, beyond that, it's. I mean, from if you're just going off this season, it's Alex Bullock third, as a pass yeah. catcher. I don't think. I mean, those are your top three. Without, I mean, there's really no argument. I mean, I guess you could go Borkatcher. Uh, he's lost some reps to Fedoni, which I think we knew was kind of inevitable. You
1: have, do you have any separation of what you think of the three receivers? It seems like Lloyd might be the one that's most ready to play currently.
0: I but I just,
1: Malachi has been really good blocking downfield. I like having Malachi in. He's yeah, a good, he, good blocker.
0: He had his first catch uh, in that game against Illinois, but I mean, beyond that, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, well, I, like, do I need to go watch their high school tape and see how ready they seem? Yeah, like, right, these guys, right.
1: no, like, they have I, not gotten a lot of reps.
0: Yeah, they.
1: I think all three played in this past game, right?
0: I, I'm I know Dost sure did. Sure. Dost did. Okay, then I think yes. Yeah. Then I think because he's not listed on the depth chart for that game. I think he's. I'm pretty sure Lloyd did. I know Malachi did. Uh, I mean, was that Ty Han's first career catch? To my knowledge, it was in Illinois. He con- that
1: name sounds super familiar.
0: Uh, it's kind of just one
1: of those names. Yeah, maybe. For me, it was like, it felt like Ty Han was like from the Mike Riley era.
0: Yeah. I guess he could with eligibility, technically. He's not. He
1: seems like a rhymer type.
0: Yeah, that was the first catch
2: of his career. Hmm. Which. Shit. Where'd you go? Oh, say Nebraska. Come kid, on. But... Man, that just seems like he's been on the team forever.
1: It, it, how many... I think maybe we just oh, Johnson, a, Nebraska.
0: A... A... Excuse me. Sorry,
2: Ty. What'd you say? It's from Johnson, Nebraska. Mm, Johnson, Do you know what... Brock. Do you know where that is? Yeah.
0: Hell yeah, me too. All right. So we... <laughs> uh, we are now... Halfway through the season, officially we're three and three, sitting at five hundred. Uh, like I said earlier, Scott Frost, you know, was zero and six at this point, yeah, his 0-6. first year. With uh, a
1: bad loss to Michigan, a much worse Michigan team.
0: Oh, that was bad. Up in Ann Arbor, that was really bad. We
1: That's had, like two, we we like traveled with two quarterbacks, and at one point they took Martinez out. Put in, I can't remember his name.
2: The
0: Smothers? No, that's no, no, pre- no, 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 no.
1: Before Smothers. We had a guy, he had a funny name. He lost us the game against Troy.
0: Oof. His name ball. was
1: like Andrew Bunch. Andrew Bunch.
0: Oh, Bunchy.
1: He came in. It was like Martinez went out. Our line was bad. We couldn't keep hand- like Martinez hip something, whatever, left the field. Bunch came in. Bunch got hurt like two plays in. It was like two plays, two sacks. Hurt him. We have to send Martinez back out there. Oh, and I was God. like, oh my God, just knee the ball. <laughs> Jeez. Let's just get out of here. Oof.
0: So, on the positive side, Matt Rule did not win his third game at his first two college football head coaching stops until the second season. I forget okay. which one, but Temple and Baylor won First season, he had one win. The other one, he had two wins. And obviously, at Nebraska, you're going to play some you know, lesser talent in teams a couple times a year. You're going to have your NIU, your La Tech. But I I mean, if we are able to get to a bowl game, which right now seems pretty... I mean, I'm not going to say it's guaranteed. It's definitely not guaranteed. Nothing in this season is guaranteed uh, for a lot of reasons. But going... I mean, Nebraska's schedule going forward... When you have Northwestern, who got their coach fired a month before the season, they have not looked good. Purdue had a new head coach take over. Uh, They have not looked good. Michigan State's looked terrible. They had their coach fired just two weeks ago. Maryland's looked good. Wisconsin still a little bit of a question mark this year, at least. And then you have Iowa, who's as Iowa as Iowa could be. I mean, Wisconsin, Maryland. Their
1: quarterback hurt, done out for the year. Backup yep. quarterback looked pretty rough. Now, Wisconsin. They, only, they did not complete a pass to a wide receiver last week.
0: They had a two-quarterback rating. Uh, yeah, Nebraska, Mar- uh, excuse me, Maryland, Wisconsin. Those are going to be some difficult games. But oh yeah. I, I mean, some of these, it's, and you could, I mean, you could lose all these games technically. Mm-hmm. But I mean, doesn't it just feel? for the most part, like the ball is just bouncing in Nebraska's favor. Like, yep. like you watch a game. It's like, Oh, that went pretty well for us. Obviously Michigan, you know, Michigan's a very, very, very good team. I'd take that out of the equation. Uh, Minnesota, Colorado, you turn the ball over a ton, uh, kind of unforced errors. That's going to happen, but Northern Illinois, La Tech, Illinois, they weren't super pretty necessarily, but and we just had things that kind of seemed to go our way.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's probably more likely you end up with seven wins than five. Damn. I like that.
1: I think I think you're gonna have four games that you're gonna be favored in. I think you're gonna be favored against Iowa.
0: Yeah, Iowa obviously never good on offense, but like <laughs> And and they what they're good at, Nebraska's
1: good at neutralizing.
0: So, so we're going to
1: have to beat us double left-handed cuz it's going to be your quarterback, your step your backup quarterback's going to have to throw the football.
0: So Michigan State and the, I, odds aren't out yet. I mean they're probably out somewhere, but I'm just going to go off ESPN's matchup predictor which isn't great and it's not always telling.
1: No, right. Well, they don't take any immediate context into the, you know, they they don't right. ESPN's matchup predictor doesn't know that.
0: But so. if I if I just go off that, Michigan State's at 59% chance to win, which is kind of surprising to me. Um and obviously that doesn't take into account, you know, the public what the public thinks. So that one is maybe a little bit of a toss up. Uh you're gonna be a favorite against Northwestern, uh, depending on how that goes, you're gonna be favorite against Purdue. Um Iowa, we'll see. That's kind of a long way away. And you, I mean, those are I mean the past what's the score differential in the last like six years? Like against Iowa? Yeah. I mean, they won on last second field goal the past three years.
1: Yeah, seven.
2: And then we beat field him last field year. Field
1: goal. Uh, the last Mike Riley year was a blowout. And. Oof, now you have me looking that up. Did Scott Frost always play Iowa close? I feel like we had one or two. Yes.
2: Tough ones in there. Uh, 2018. I don't actually have the schedule. When I click that opens up. I think so. Why doesn't that give me the schedule? All
0: right. Well, wait.
1: I want You keep going. I got it. Tell me when you're ready for it.
0: Yeah, let me hit, hit me with it.
1: Okay. Game results. Sorry, this is loading slower on Wikipedia than we, we thought. He did
0: not have it.
1: I had. I have it. I have <laughs> it. I have it. That's a gross color, yellow. Um, yeah, that's disgusting. yeah. Seven point loss in 2021. Six point loss in 2020 three-point loss in 19, three-point loss in 18, uh, and
2: then 56-14, 40-10 for the two prior. That's brutal. God, I remember when Scott Frost couldn't beat Iowa four times Mickey Joseph does it his first shot. Isn't that hilarious? Is there anything more telling of that uh
0: Technically, that, that
2: rule was hired on that day, so...
0: Oh, was he that really was
1: during the rule era? Yeah.
0: That was, was he actually, I, I know that cause there was like three times. I feel like we heard that Matt rule had been hired. Um, mm-hmm. and like, that was kind of the time. Cause I remember my brother saying something about it to me on Thanksgiving or black Friday, whatever it was. And I was like, yeah, I've heard that. I don't think anything's officially happened yet, but I think that was kind of he the was one that bigger. Yeah.
1: He was announced. They even talked about it during the game.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh Uh. And then he was on game day the next
2: day.
0: That's right. He was on game day. I remember listening to him at work.
2: Cool. All right. What were we, we talking about? Oh, the, the schedule. Wait. Okay. So I think you win the next three. Straight up. I think you win them. And
1: I think you lose to Maryland. I think you lose to Wisconsin. I think you beat Agua.
2: I don't
0: hate that. It's, I just feel like there's still much that's so unknown going because it's like, where are we at with? I mean, apparently, Jeff Sims is healthy. Like yeah, his, right. Well,
1: that's part of what's unknown is who's the quarterback, right?
0: This is such a weird season on offense. <laughs> this,
1: well, here's what he, I mean, press conference this week, Matt Rule said, you know, if Chubba Purdy was healthy against Colorado, Chubba Purdy would have gone it yeah. instead of Harvard.
2: Yeah.
0: Was Harburg the third string? Which also, if that... I mean, shout out to Heinrich Harburg if that's the case. Third string allegedly weren't even allowed in the quarterback meeting rooms the year before. To just walk in, go 3-1 and as
2: a starter. I think that I would have Harburg starting. Because we've seen... It's not like he's
1: played mistake-free. He definitely is limited in what he can do as a passer. He has a lot of bad habits in the pocket. But running the football gives you a different dynamic. Uh, he's
0: great on the option stuff. Um, he could pitch it a little bit more. Was that against Illinois the first time we saw him pitch? pitch?
1: Has he pitched it yet? Pitched has it he
0: pitched once. He pitched it once, I remember. He did pitch it against yes. Illinois. It was, inten- it was like uh, right after halftime. They definitely got into him. for Because there's been a couple times where that... That would have been a fantastic pitch. There's, you know, 15 yards waiting for the running back, and he just will not do it. And I think he's just, I think that's probably just nerves. Like he's still just getting used to it. He doesn't want to fumble that football, just wants to keep that sucker high and tight.
1: Well, if he was the guy the rest of the way, they would have told us.
0: (sighs) Yes, and no. I, yes, I think they're kind of just, I think they expect him have a really bad game at some point. Or they're like a little unsure of that. I still think that they're they feel similar to how they've always felt about Jeff Sims. I think they're really high on what he can do. Oh yeah, Uh, I mean
1: we've seen it. He looked awesome in the spring game. He's clearly the best player at practice. He can throw the ball really well. He's got all the physical tools Harbrick has. But you know
2: not into the
1: game. (laughs) He was It was insane. I've never seen. I've never seen turnovers like that.
0: Also, I think that. I mean, I don't want to say him getting benched benefits Sims. That getting, you know, I think at least there's a little pressure off Sims where if he because he's definitely going to have to play. I would say I don't think Heinrich Harburg is going to be able to play every snap the rest of the way. The way and he run,
1: yeah run running the ball twenty two times a game like he has been.
0: Yeah, so we're going to see Jeff Sims again. And, I mean, Jeff Sims has been, you know, we don't have any insider information or anything. You're just seeing him on the sidelines. He's been great. Like, he could easily be pouting, and, you know, he came here to be the starter. You know, he got, you know, you, you don't give Amigos combos to not the starter in Nebraska football. You know what I'm talking about? It is,
1: it is a really good combo. <laughs> it is a real I, I've ordered it twice.
0: What is it? That's I don't even know what it is. It's meat
1: and a soft taco and the fries. the fries, The tots. mm
0: I can't do Amigos anymore. I, I will say I was pretty alarmed to find out that people eat that sober. Like, that was an actual dawning I had. I was like, It's well, the
1: second best. It's the second best combo Amigos has. First being? They have the, this like late night wombo combo of the It's the crisp meat. It's two for five. It's, you know what a crisp meat burrito is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, they've got this other version of the crisp meat burrito called the Gringo burrito it's like a crispy burrito, except it's got a hot dog in the middle. <laughs> what is it called? Uh, I geez. thought that was the Yankee burrito. burrito.
0: Was what? It? I thought it was called the Yankee burrito.
1: Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah, the Yankee <laughs> burrito. Yeah, 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 Sorry, 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 sorry.
0: I saw it, and I was just offended by the hot dog in the fried. Like, it's just a fried tortilla with a hot dog in it.
1: Yeah, it's a chimichop. You're right. I mean, that's what a crispy burrito is. You've had... Chimichangas. They're good. You've had Christmas burritos, they're good. You've had hot dogs. They're good.
0: Yeah. I will say I, I never had it, but I was interested in their deep-fried, crab rangoon burrito.
1: Pigs in a blanket.
0: They do they're uh God, what was that? I I when I was still living in Lincoln and I was I had to travel around a lot for my old job, I would frequent the uh biscuits and gravy burrito. That was that was pretty <laughs> nice. That was nice. That was, yeah. I mean, I felt like a disgusting sack of shit eating it, but man, it was good. It was good. I'll tell you what, it's a nice salsa on there, too. Oof. The rest of the workday was not pretty after that, I'll tell you that.
1: Oh my God. Amigos Oof. has some insane out of the crab rangoon burrito.
0: Yeah, I never had that. That's one of my
2: big regrets in life. We need to, do... Hey, is Bill, Bill, Belichick, Belichick, Bill Belichick getting fired? Bill Belichick getting fired? Yeah, I think so. Actually, really, like straight up, or for, as GM,
1: either either one. I don't. I don't think if it's if it's as GM, then I think
2: he's just leaving. You think he, he he'd get hired as GM and coach somewhere else, right? Chargers. Ooh. Think about it. The weapons are already there. You can't mess it up. You think he's just lost it? What do you think's going on? Or is
0: it just bad roster? He's just not a good GM. Yeah, oh, the
1: roster sucks. The roster sucks. I think defensively he's still awesome. I mean, our def even the defensive roster is really good. It's mm-hmm. just the offensive side of the ball he has no grip on.
2: Oof.
0: He's
2: it's completely
1: it's gone. It's got it's gone away from him.
0: He just doesn't give a sh- he doesn't give a shit about offense, right?
1: I think he wishes, yeah, he wishes he could just do like I mean he he wishes he could be Kirk France, right? Special teams—they're good buddies, aren't they? Special teams and defense. I, um, it's more Saban. Yeah, Saban and Belichick are good buddies. Um, I mean, the defense has been really good. Your two best defensive players out for the year. They had a good defensive draft, so you had three your three first round picks. You already had a really good defense. How's Cole Strange doing on defense? And then your next four picks were guard, guard, kicker,
0: punter. Nice, that's Bill Belichick. <laughs> How's Cole Strange doing? Good,
1: bad. <laughs> He's not good at football. That's why we drafted two guards this year.
0: Was he a first rounder or second rounder?
1: He was first round pick.
0: Oh, he was first. I thought he was second.
1: Oh no, no first, Well, I was a pick twenty nine, but
0: right. That's still your first round draft pick, unless you got like thirty. That's ooh. Well, I
1: oh. we'll have a good one this year.
0: Ooh, so who who would the Patriots go to then?
1: Bill Williams. Oh, you mean as coach?
0: Yeah.
2: Steve. Steve. Oh.
1: No, I don't It'd be think so. Uh, maybe Braves.
2: Interesting. In that kind of same situation in Tennessee, though. Well, Brabel Brable's not the GM. That's true. But that's not like a. They got, some, they got some players in that team. Mm, I think what happened
1: is you went really top-heavy with the Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry contracts, and you just couldn't afford. They had three of the worst contracts in the league last year. Guys that I like, but mm-hmm, Derrick yeah. Henry, Ryan Tannehill, and Taylor Gouin were were like not very productive.
0: Yeah. All right. That's going to be us for the show. Uh we'll fucking we'll think of something to talk about next week during the bye week but enjoy your bye week. Uh enjoy. Yeah,
1: I mean, we'll, have, we'll have uh Northwestern preview.
0: Yeah. Which Northwestern also on their bye week this week. Uh we'll have plenty to talk about. So we appreciate you guys watching. Uh, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Have a fantastic night. May the Lord bless you. Bye-bye.